Yeah. Sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. Baby. I took a half and she took the whole thing. Slow down. Baby. We took a trip, now we on your block and it's like a ghost town. Baby. Where did these niggas be at when they said they're doing all this and all that? Tired of beefing you bums, you can't even pay me enough to react. What's good, y'all? Bread is so 15 of the Bread Talk. Bread is so 6 of season 2. We here being better than ever. That's why I'm going to say better than ever. This is this this is what I'm saying. Every episode is going to be better than the last. Um... Who I got with me today, I got a special guest with the bread today. You know, a certified hooper. Should have played D1. Not even going to lie, he should have played D1. Has one of the cleanest crossovers and first steps I've ever played against. Uh, Yeah, he shoots from half court for fun. It actually makes it more than 50% of the time. Um, I like to call him the relationship connoisseur, the guru. Who are you? It's your boy, Malik. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you wasn't going to say your name. I was about to say, come on, man. No, no, the fans got to know. So the purpose of this podcast today, I posted on a, my story on my Instagram some questions that we would, add, would, would answer for our audience. We have a lot of questions here. You know, I, I I would say like roughly like ten. Uh, we're probably gonna go on some tangents about relationships and stuff. But yeah, the main focus of today is uh, all about relationships. What we think about some and some questions we're gonna ask for the audience. So, you know, I'm already gonna play it now. We got the hot questions here on deck. So hot questions, me and my boy Malik, the the relationship romance guru, is going to answer some questions. So the first question is, what is your current relationship status? Take that from me, Malik. Single. I'm single. Single, okay, for sure. Is there a reason why? I mean, like, you single, single? I mean, are the streets <sighs> wanting you? Yeah, yeah, they are. Oh. I, was in, I was in a relationship last year. For the ones that know, y'all know. But um, that ended earlier this year, so I've been single ever since. Man, do, do you feel like dating apps have, have helped? You know what? I don't feel like dating apps helped me. They was just cool to pass the time by. Yeah. You, know, you get bored, you be swiping, see something you like, make something happen. It's not worth it. Yeah. But, you know, we ain't got shit else to do. When we When we would play PS4, bro, I was on that uh, that Tinder black app heavy. Not even really Tinder. It's really just black app mostly and Hinge. That app was terrible. Black? You. Black and we got to talk about that later. Cause <laughs> you recommended black to me and that app was ass. Like it was, it was bad. Bro, I'm not going to lie. It was bad. It, Hinge was better in my eyes. Because oh, you yeah. got to say, yeah, you know, yeah. you shoot your shot, you know, but... Yeah, black app's terrible, bro. My bad. Hinge, Unless you, Hinge, you could be clever. Black was, you had to pay to see who liked your profile, bro. But look, 
I had the homie pay. He gave me $20 and said, bro, I just See want you to experience this. And I said, okay. So I experienced it, bro. I experienced it, and it, and it was better than Hinge from the time being, that were, one were month. Were they good likes? Oh, yes, bro. But the thing about that is, uh, you know how you have all your preferences? Mm-hmm. It, there's no preferences with that. So, like, 18-year-old people that are, like, that like both men and women, you know, it's just, like, you all that, you know. But it's just, you know, I like 21 and up, mm-hmm. and, you know, that that wasn't it. Sometimes, sometimes it'd be 50-year-olds. Bro, it, it 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 was, it was a it was a big spectrum in that, you know. But you could say no or yes to whoever in that. So it was really smooth, smooth, yeah. But we gonna probably talk about some dating apps later. Yeah. But you had a bad experience with it, and you gotta talk to me personally about it. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My bad. I'm not gonna say no. no. <laughs> oh, you saw someone we knew. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's on that level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in this in this podcast. I've started the last uh, Brother Sold. Whenever something you don't want to talk about, you just say red flag immediately. Right. If you feel like getting it there, mm-hmm. it'd be like red flag. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, for sure. But we was doing that as a joke in the last Brother Sold. But if there's really a red flag, just say it. I, I think it's funny that. as hell. It's good. Because I like, I like our audience thinking. But uh, I'm going to answer these questions too. So what is your current relationship status? I have a girlfriend. It's crazy, right? Yep. Hey. What What is it? Oh, yeah, duh. The streets wanted me to leave for sure, bro. I'm next. (laughs) Hey, bro, you gonna be next? uh, You you think it's gonna be about the end of the year? Are you talking to anyone? Nah. Oh, bro, low key. This this is the longest hot boy season. The longest I've been without talking to somebody. For real? I think it's been what since September? No, no, no. July. Since July. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's hard now, you know, when you got a job and stuff. Definitely, you know. It's you a little better, be. though. Huh? It's a little better, though, because now I'm not wasting my time. True, else. true. Like, over the summer, because, you know, I work in education. You know, over the summer, I'll be, I'll be running it up. You know what I mean? Oh, man, I'll be, I know I'll, that. The, 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 the <laughs> data apps are open. I'm talking to everybody, you know what I mean? But. Yep. You know, once work starts, you know, I, I, I try to tend to find my one one person to mess with the entire year. And then when summer starts again, if I'm not cuffed up like, you know, a relationship, I'm 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 for the streets again. <laughs> okay, here's the next question. What are your primary love languages? So if I remember, in order is quality time, words of affirmation. Um, I think access services third, receiving gifts and then physical touch. I think that's the order. Oh, okay, yeah. bet. I have mine right here already. I favorited them. Quality time yeah. is forty percent. Damn. Yeah, it's tough. Words of affirmation is twenty seven percent. Physical touch twenty three percent, and then access service seven percent. Receiving gifts three percent. Now, this probably, someone did ask a question here about love languages. Mm. Do you believe in them shits? I believe it's real. Yeah. You believe it's real? I believe it's real. I mean, I feel like it's more to it than just them five. You know, I feel like there's probably more categories than just five. But, mm. I mean, to break it down, I feel like there's some importance to that. Because 
when I think about it, quality time is highly important to me. And that being my first one makes sense because mm. I do be looking for that in my relationships. And when I don't have it, I'm quick to just, you know, move away from that situation. Facts. Mm-hmm. Normally when I see, uh, so you see how my receiving gifts is last. 3%. Yeah. I don't like uh, a woman who, I'm not going to lie, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not with the, you got to give me gifts and I'll love you. Oh yeah, like, no, nah, bro. I'm not, you know, I'm not, Hell I'm not, man. I'm not into all that. I think it's because I was broke. You know, I was like, you gotta love me for who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't, I can't Been be out here bottom. buying you, you know, the newest AirPods. You know, noise cancellation and shit. You feel me? You know, that's what you ain't got a car. I mean, damn it. No, nah, I'm just saying nah, hypoth- I'm hypothetically. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> no, we know you rolling. <laughs> <laughs> no, when I didn't have my car, bro. Oh. I had to pick you up every day at four in the morning. <laughs> Take you to work. You never picked me up for work, right? I didn't. Oh, okay. I was about to say, what, <laughs> for real? Nah, bro. I never forget when I motherfucking hurt my ankle. Oh, oh yeah. bro. I had the homies girl take me to the motherfucking <laughs> to Kaiser. They patched me up, bro. I took the bus to you. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> That's dedication. Yeah, I took the Uber home after that though. But I'm glad I got a car, man. But for real, there's one in here that asks about love languages. Hold on, let me see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. We'll find it, we'll find it, we'll find it. Uh, is there a difference between dating and going out on dates? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've answered that together, though. Do we? No, uh, I think on like a... Oh, yeah, probably like on the, on the game. Yeah, on the game. I feel like the for show is because... I mean, everybody got different definition of dating and whatnot, but for me, I can go on multiple dates with somebody and, like, we still wouldn't be dating. Yeah. We just went out, like, if I go and I'm like, you know, you're trying to go out to eat, this, this, and that, and I'm kind of feeling you, but I'm still, like, you know, unsure, I wouldn't say that's just us hanging out. I would consider it to be a date. Mm. But that don't mean we're dating. Because for me, when I'm dating, I'm dating just one person. Yeah, like, to me, for me to say I'm dating somebody, like we got to be kind of serious, and I don't date more than one person, but I can go on dates with more than one person. Okay, if that yeah. makes sense, you know, it's just a level of seriousness for me. I feel that I agree with everything you're saying, so I'm not going to reiterate, but I have something to ask. All right. So, when me and my girl first got together, I asked her on a date because mm-hmm. me and her were homies. So yeah. I was like, hey. Like you trying to go on a date? She was like, "What do you mean? Like by by date?" And I, you know, as, you know that type yeah. of response. You're like, "Oh fuck!" Your heart sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man, she don't Never want mind. me. Never mind. But she was telling me like, okay, I, she she wasn't ready for a date, obviously. Yeah. But when she asked me that, I, I, it sparked in my head. I want to ask you: Can friends go on dates? But not like non, you know, platonically though, not not romantically. So like, are you asking me like if I have a me and a and one of my woman friends have a platonic friendship. Can we go on a date? Yeah, I wouldn't see that as it being platonic anymore. Okay. I mean, me and her, we can hang out, you know, but for it to be a date, meaning to me, it means there's something just a little bit more than a friendship going on that we're possibly trying to establish. Mm. So I wouldn't consider me hanging out with any of my women friends to be a date. Unless we trying to, you know, 
pursue something more than just a friendship. Yeah, no, I feel that, bro. I was, I don't know. The word date is really like relationship romantic to me. Mm-hmm. I can't have no dates with the homies. That's weird, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. I can't have dates with the homies. I can't have dates with the homegirls. I don't want to hear that, you know. There's a reason why there's date night in relationships. You go on a date, you know. Me and my homegirl is not going to be like, ha date, Fair. date night, you know. We all know what date means. So I just feel like when you ask somebody, do you want to go on a date? You should already know what that means. Thanks. Um, are you, th- if you, let me ask you this. If you go and hang out with one of your homegirls, are you going to pay for it? <sighs> or is it just you, the homegirl, we going Dutch. I only pay for it. Woman, I go on dates with. Now, hmm. Answer. There's only one right, only answer. one right answer. It really depends on the situation. So, mm-hmm. like, there's times I pay for Jess. Shout out to Jess. Shout out to Jess. Mm-hmm. She does your hair. My best friend. Fabulous. Yeah, does great. Follow Jess.twisted on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Definitely get your stuff up. If you got fucked up hair. Mm-hmm, like I did. Yeah, yeah your hair was, was fucked was, up, bro. <laughs> I, had a, I had a patch of carpet on my head. Hey, for the, for the bread is sold. To advertise, I might have to post one of them old pictures, oh, bro. Nah, no. I'm not finna do that to you. <laughs> oh, damn, bro. Hey, your bar, your barber, your barber was a. Uh, he was he was blind. What? <laughs> <laughs> like for real? Like legally? Uh, oh, I was about to say. Nah, what the good. fuck are you doing, man? He did have a disability though, but that was in his leg. Oh uh, yeah, not nah, legs transition to arms sometimes. Nah, I'm messing with you. Nah, nah, I'm messing with you. <laughs> nah, I'm just saying though. Like, you know, was he really blind? Nah, he. Wasn't. Oh, okay. Nah, nah. Sometimes I, it looked like he was. By the way, my hair came out. But. Yeah, bro, that was tough. No, I, when you show me them pictures, bro, it had to be something. Yeah. It honestly. I've heard, you know, if you don't have senses in other areas, so if he had, like, a disability in his leg, he was probably good with his arm. So I'm really confused nah. to why he was fucking up your head, bro. The only thing he was good was collecting my money. <sighs> he was collecting your money just yeah. to have experiments on your head. Bi-weekly. Mm-hmm. Bi-weekly? Did you ever yeah. know that was bad haircuts? Well, I had no idea. Let's stop talking about this. I was, I was down bad. Let's go back <laughs> to the question at hand. Oh, my God. I never, I never asked you them questions. I was right, like, you know what? It was probably your dad's day. homie. You know, you <laughs> <laughs> just supporting him. I didn't know, bro. But now oh, I know, man. and now the world knows. Yeah, it was bad. Golly, bro. <laughs> oh. But if a friend, so you saying if I, uh, if I go out and hang out with the homegirl, is it my responsibility to pay for her? Is that was that what I? Not really responsibility, but like, would you do it though? I would do it. It really depends. You know, if I'm really like. If that's really like my best friend, it's mm-hmm. not gonna be every time. I feel like there's gonna be times that they pay for me, mm-hmm. and I pay for them. I don't think there's. It has to really depend on the situation. Yeah, I feel that. If they're, you know, obviously if they don't have money on them, you know, I'm gonna mm-hmm. spot them as a friend. But I'm never, I'm not even a friend to be like, hey, uh, I paid for your yeah. lunch last weekend. <laughs> Where's my twelve dollars and forty eight cents? Yeah, I feel that. Not gonna lie, my brother does that. I feel oh, that. where's my thirteen dollars and seven cents, mm-hmm. nigga? I know his brother too. <laughs> <laughs> I know his brother. But yeah, would you let it? Uh, would you, would you pay for your friend? Bro, most likely not. 
But I'm I'm gonna say why. I'm gonna say why too. Cause my thing is this. If we finna hang out, like we'll be we'll be my reasoning for paying for her. Like, did she just not have money? Or is she just like you just go out with your friend and she's like, hey. Or not even she's like, hey, you just, you just like felt the generosity in your soul, bro, and you I, just like let me pay for her. I've never felt that in my life. Damn, bro, I have you ever? <laughs> I mean, it's I've never I've never felt that generosity just course through my veins to the point where I'm like, you know what? Put your wallet up. I'm finna pay for the both of us. You know, it's just usually they pay, I pay for myself too. I mean, if it's a situation where it's like she couldn't pay for some reason. I'll pay for her. Okay. I'm not going to hold it over her like it's leverage or nothing like that, too. But like you said, that's not something you should be expecting. Yeah, I'll say that. It's nothing to expect, but when it happens, it happens, you know. But I, I well, do you feel like if you pay, it's like exceeding that boundary of a friendship? It might. I know a few. I know a few friends that if I ever paid. For one of their tabs or something like that, they gonna think we something, and that's specifically why I don't do it. You know, so crazy that you could be a, you could be you could be paying for all these women's stuff because mm-hmm. you know I've been there when I pay for here, 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 that, that, and I'm automatically thinking in my head if I'm paying for this person, I should be like you know not even dating, but we you know we pass that platonic stage. Okay. But they in their heads like, oh, they just paying for my shit. Yep. And I hate that, bro. Mm-hmm. I really do. I, I'm not a big fan of the, oh, you pay for everything and then we're just friends. I don't I don't like that. I, I like that. I might not have to pay for my friends only Jess and like a few other people, but I never really pay for my friends unless it's like someone like Jess. But yeah. I really hate that uh, that ideology of like, uh, well, he pays for my, my shit, so you know, I'm just friends with him right now. Yep. I don't like that, bro. How you feel about... The dudes that let's say they take a woman on a date and they pay for the date and then be expecting something in return. Oh, like the dudes like thinking that they're gonna get sex out of yeah, it? Like or that be upset when it's like you pay for the date and then she's like, Okay, like you know, I enjoyed it, it was cool and then she'd be on her way home. Like that's it. There's no no sex, no kiss, no nothing like that after. I don't do that. I'm not corny. I'm a corny dude. Facts. If you've been through these Reddit so so far, you've noticed that I'm corny. But I'm not corny to the fact of, uh, oh, if I pay, I'm I better be getting some. Yeah. Like, bro, I paid for a good time. You feel right. me? I don't right. pay, you know, for sex. You know, I'm not a, I'm not one of them guys paying for prostitutes. You feel me? Uh, so you're corny if you do it. Facts. You're kind of weird. If I nigga, I pay for your shit. You're not gonna do nothing. Like. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's her decision at the end of the day. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you know, if it happens, it happens. Like, I'm not paying for it to get something in return. I'm paying for a good time. So, it's like, if I'm if we go to the movies and we watch, you know, King Richard, I'm not hoping after it I'm going to get a little something. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want to watch that movie, bro. Man, that shit sound dope. You know, my dog loves everybody, man, for real. But, yeah, bro, like, what do you, what do you think about that? I agree with you. Like, my thing is, if I'm if I'm trying to take you out on a date, you know, dates are really put in place to get to know you better, mm-hmm. you know, on a, on a personal level. So, with me, I never have any expectations outside of 
you just giving me your full attention. Like, mm-hmm. that's all I could ask for. If, if we're going on a date and I'm paying for the date, all I can ask is, like, you know, full attention. And you have good energy. That's about it. If you give me those two things and we smooth, like, I don't think, you know, sex should be an incentive mm. to, for me to do something for you. That's, like you said, it's corny as hell. And people who think that, you know, women are obligated to have sex with you just because you pay a $15 tab at Chili's, <laughs> that don't even make sense. You feel me? Like it's, Yeah. It's, 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 it's sickening, no cap. But, like like I said, I agree with you. It's hella corny for sure. Yeah, for sure. And th- this actually goes into one of the questions that we have. It it goes It's on the topic of sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, someone asked, is sex equally as important as the other aspects in a relationship? Equally as important. I don't know if I would say it's equally as important. But I will say it is important, you know. I feel like, like I said, it's important, but I don't feel like sex should be the centerpiece of our relationship. Like, it shouldn't dominate our relationship. Because, to me personally, I feel like with sex, sex is is low-key kind of dangerous. Sex can, sex can really cloud a person's judgment. Know what I'm saying okay. Like, you mean like when you're horny or like just I, sex in general? I feel like you know in both scenarios. Like think about how many people be in relationships, toxic relationships, and can't leave because the sex is good. You know what I'm saying? High key, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there'll be there'll be situations where like I know he or she's no good for me. This, this, and that. And then like you know we on the verge of breaking up. They meet up the night, have sex. Yeah, we good. We good. We talked about it. But then it's like a cycle. All that stuff yeah. happens. So, like, what is the underlying factor of why you keep coming back? And sex low-key play a part. Not all the time, but there are situations where it does. But on the flip side, you know, having sex with a person that you really connect with can really create a bond. And, like, you know, they talk about, like, yeah. soul ties. And y'all connect spiritually. And it'd be, it'd be some shit. Yeah, bro. Uh... I agree with you because I don't like sex being a foundation of relationship. Because yeah. if mm-hmm. sex is a foundation of relationship, I feel like it's all going to crumble because what everything is going to come back to is sex. So like mm-hmm. you said, if two people get into an argument, so let's say let's say like something starts from the, from the jump mm-hmm. and y'all started as quote-unquote friends with benefits. Right. What that really means is, is you're not really friends. You're just coming through to have sex and leave. There's really yeah. nothing out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just sex is a benefit. You just want to say friends with benefits because you don't want to say this is someone I'm going with romantically right. because we're platonic, but we're fucking. Mm-hmm. And watch y'all like each other because that's what's gonna happen. You're gonna have sex and it's gonna keep getting intimate and it's gonna pop up that y'all are gonna be like, you know what? I like this person because you know I've been intimate with this person for about you know a year or something like that. That's the foundation right there. So everything's gonna stir up after that. Y'all don't y'all start going on dates, figuring out. You know, if you really like this person, but you really don't because sex is caught in your head. And then it gets to a point when y'all argue and get into it, the only way to make up is sex. So it just reverses back to sex every time. That's the foundation. And you're just going to keep going through that cycle of, how did she get in the house? She got close to, you know what, never mind. My dog's nuts. <laughs> but, yeah, I just feel like that happens. But to answer the question, I do think sex is equally as important. But it's not, like you said, I, I, it, it shouldn't be above or below. Because I feel like 
it would suck if this is the best person in the world mm. and you having like a good time with them, but somehow, some way they just can't please you in the bed. I feel like that has to do something because it's always going to be in the back of your head. Yeah. And then that that's when it hits the part of like sex is clouding your head and then it's a problem. But I feel like you need to please someone in the bed. I feel like there's a lot of pillars to a relationship. There's physical, mental, and all this other stuff, you know. Maybe even financial, I don't know. Like, someone with dreams or aspirations to do something with their finances, you feel me? It doesn't have to be the richest man in the world. But I do feel like that physical sense, like, involves sex. Not everything else, but, you know, sex, maybe protection, I don't know. And, mm, yeah. Wait, so so when they talk about other aspects, like, equally as important um, as other aspects in the relationship, what other aspects are we talking about? I don't know. It just said, is sex uh, equally as important as the other aspects in a relationship, question mark? And then in parentheses it says, I saw this question a while ago, LOL. I want to see what y'all think about it. Cause I'm thinking, I'm like, it, I feel like it just depends on what aspects we're talking about. Like I'm saying, I'm not saying it's not important. It's highly important. But to say it's as important as the other aspects, I don't really know what other aspects to think about mm-hmm. to really answer the question. You know what I'm saying? Because if we're talking about like something like maybe like a financial aspect or something, then I'm like, I'll probably put the finances over the sex. Yeah. If if we're not financially stable, there's no bed to have sex in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's not gonna be something good. I need my king size, bro, for real. I got back problems. That's <laughs> we can't we can't be doing it on like you know them foldable chairs. That's not gonna happen. We need. Have you done it on a foldable chair? I have not because I got back problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, the bread bed is amazing right now, man. I'm telling you, I believe it. Oh man, no. nobody's ever been on a bread bed. Nah. <laughs> But I love the bread bed, you know. I, you know, not even like on that. That t- if people been in my room, you know, mm. people sat on the bed, but you know, intimately inside and fell yeah. asleep. There's mm. there's very few, like mm. very low of a number, you know, to stay in that bread bed. So, uh, I think sex is very big to me in that sense, you know, because if we're gonna have sex with a bread bed, you're not getting in the covers. Let me I'm ask sorry. you this. Let's say. I know there's no, like, specific timetable, but if you had to say, let's just say you met somebody or the girl that you speak with, yeah. you're talking to her now. Let's say y'all had just met for the first time. Mm. At what point, like, if you was really trying to get to know her, would you say that you're comfortable enough to have sex with this woman? So, I could, you know, I'm not going to put our business too much out there, but it took some time. You know, I met her in February. Okay. Uh, We talked. You know, here and there, mm-hmm. friends went out on like a little excursions here and there, you know, hiking, mm-hmm. brunch, all that. And then asked her on a date, mini golf. We went to aquarium. Uh, you know, she pulled up to the crib. We watched a show together, you know, and stuff. Uh, and I, and I'm not saying and stuff as in like sexual. Yeah. I'm just saying and stuff like we talked and stuff. And then like we really. Had sex, like, kind of, not later, but, like, in terms of the dating stage, mm-hmm. it was pretty early, but, like, it was later in terms of, like, how long we've been knowing each other and getting to know each other. So, mm-hmm. February to, like, summer. Okay. That's how long we knew each other to the point of, like, finally doing it. So, I don't know, man. It really depends on the person yeah. and how much we build because 
to be honest, if it's a person I'm not seeing as frequently and we're not talking as frequently, it's not going to happen uh, until like later. You know, it's not going to happen. It yeah. never really happens on the first date with me or the st- even the top five. But if I really know the person, it could happen on the first date if I really knew the person because I knew a girl uh, that I used to mess with. Uh, the kind of the, is the person before mm-hmm. um, the girl, I'm, uh, uh, you know, my girl right now. And we knew each other for a cool minute. We took a class together and all that. And then we started off as, you know, the friends with benefits and all that. Then we got, like, deep. So, really, we we started off probably, like, half a year into knowing each other, maybe, like, even more. Maybe a year into knowing each other, then we did it maybe, like, 8 to 12 months. So, it really depends how much I know the person and how many times we hung out and stuff. What about you? What's... What's your range? I'm going to say for me, like, I don't I don't think it's going to happen on the first day for me. Like, I just can't see me even being in that position where it would because I don't even think I would want it to because if I'm seriously trying to date you, I'm going to really be, like, adamant on getting to know you on a personal mm. level before I even get into the physical stuff because the physical stuff can really, you know, like I said, cloud your judgment and get to the point where if I feel for me, if I start getting into the physical stuff early, I'm going to lose sight on what I really was trying to do in the beginning. And that's get to know you mm. because I don't feel like I'm going to be having the best intentions. Like every time we link, I'm thinking, OK, maybe something's going to happen. I don't want to be in that mindset. Yeah. I want to be able to hang out with you. And not be thinking about, okay, like, you know, are we going to have sex? Are we going to do this? Are we going to do that? Like, I really just want to be present in the moment. Focus on me, you, getting to know each other, chilling, having a good time, all that other stuff. Because we do all that, eventually down the line, sex is going to come. Yeah. So I'm not really tripping about that. Like, I really just want to get to know you. Okay. So one of the questions I have on here mm-hmm. that kind of relates to what you were saying. So do you date to marry or you date to see where things go? I feel like it's a, I feel like it's some great area, no cap. I feel like with me, like if we're going back to the actual dating, mm-hmm. not going on a date, like we're dating. Yeah. So if we're dating for real, for real, then marriage is like a thought in my head. But also, I'm seeing where things go, like how you are as a person, you know. Mm-hmm. So when I'm actually dating, what I'm doing is I'm primarily focusing on just you now. Nobody mm-hmm. else is in the picture. It's me and you. And I'm seeing how you act in certain situations, how I act with you in certain situations. And I'm trying to survey everything all at once to see if you could be a potential candidate to be my wife, if it even yeah. got that far. But I've only been in two relationships. My track record isn't really that good. I think my longest one was like, what, four months? Something like that. Oh, man. But, I mean. I was there for both relationships. Yeah, you were. And so, like, with me, though, my thing is, if I don't see us going anywhere anymore, it's no need to continue and drag on the relationship. Like, you know, I feel like a lot of people try to get out, but can't really get out. You know, they struggle to, you know, cut ties with people because they got all that baggage. And especially, again, Mm -hmm. when you get into the sex part, you know, you start thinking about all those good times. when It's hard to leave. But I always tell myself, like, the more, the longer I stay, the more I'm hurting myself. I'm delaying the inevitable in that sense. And so yeah. I make sure that when it's time to go, time to go. That's why it'd be four months. Yeah. No. You know, you know what's so saying? crazy? I thought of that about you before you got here. I was like, man, 
Malik, when he's done, like I'm he'll tell he'll done. tell you like he. I remember you would call me like, yeah, bro, I'm really just thinking things out, mm-hmm. kind of weighing my pros and cons of this situation. I like this girl. I'm not gonna say the specific relationship, but this this conversation we had, like, I like this girl, but. She's really, you know, blase, blase, blah. I'm not going to put your business out there. But, you know, she's this, this, and that. Gave me a whole thing. And I'm like, man, like, you you got it all planned out right now. And, shoot, it didn't even take a day or two. And you, you already came up with your decision. You wasn't even chip, tripping. You know, after a breakup, people be, you know, yeah. a, a little sad because you, yeah. not going to lie, some people be like, damn, I just wasted, you know, mm-hmm. this amount of months, this amount of years. And with this person I was comfortable with, you was like, let's hop on the game. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't want people to think I'm heartless and stuff like nah, that. Nah, like, it's not heartless, yeah, but it's, yeah. you know. But see, what happened was when things like that happen, because I'm very observant. You know, I'm a, I'm an analyst. So I be paying attention to all these things. So it's like what happened during those relationships was like a mental detachment that was happening before the actual breakup. Mm. That's why the breakup wasn't as bad for me because I was already like subconsciously thinking about it. Yeah. And also consciously thinking about it. So I'm like, you know, it just comes down to a point when it's time to do it, it's time to do it. Yeah. I'm like, it's, I had to weigh the pros and the cons. I'm like, she had a lot of good qualities. But in both relationships I was in, I didn't feel like I was really growing as a person. And mm-hmm. if I'm not growing and I'm staying stagnant or I'm regressing in that sense, there's no point of me actually being in a relationship because we should be on a constant growth upwards. I'm growing individually and with you. You're growing individually and, you know, with me. And we grow spiritually. We have to keep growing and stuff. And if we're not doing that, if I'm not doing that and you're not doing that, is I mean, I try to fix it. I don't want people to think I was just like, oh, I'm up, I'm out of here. Yeah, no, 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 no. But I tried. And when I realized that I was putting more in than I was getting back, I'm like, it's time to, it's time to go. Yeah, it's time to skedaddle. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, let me fill in because that I did say it like you was heartless. This dude. <laughs> Strategically thought about it and already expressed that he wasn't happy with this person. So when it was already done, it wasn't like, "Oh, I made a mistake." Mm-hmm. It was more of like a, "Nah, I made the right decision." Learning you know? lesson. Yeah, it was really just a learning lesson. We hopped on the game. We were solid, you know, because we know people. You know, we yeah. know we know some people, man yeah. that that has the attachment, like the ah, like I don't like this person. And I'm not even saying specific people. I'm saying we know people because there's so many people like that. Yeah. That's just like, oh, no, I need this person for my everyday life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the best thing for a relationship is that you both don't necessarily need each other. <clears throat> like, in terms of, oh, I can't live without mm-hmm. this person. You know what I mean? It should be a building relationship. Like, I could see myself in the future with this person. Yeah. And building something. Mm-hmm. Building a foundation, a relationship building a family, building something. I, I don't think it's like a, this, like, if you see a person and you really think this is going to be the person that's going to build me and I need that, I need this person, I yeah. think that's a problem. I think you should really look at the person and be like, I could build with this person, This per- me and this person coexist very well, and we could build together, you know? Yeah, like if things ha- happen where we don't work out, I don't want to, like, you know, st- Keep it there because it's like, dang, I need this person. You know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. How do you feel about that? I feel like that that attachment, that like uh, being strongly dependent on somebody, I feel reverts back to some something back in your childhood. Usually, maybe some trauma or some type of could possibly be neglect. 
or something that you're lacking in an area that you find in your partner. Mm. And you feel like once they leave, you're going to revert back to a place that you didn't want to be in the first place. And what your partner's doing is filling that void. And if your partner doesn't know that, you know, it leads to a whole bunch of other things that open up. And I feel like that was a situation I was in with my ex. I'm like, I was feeling a void for her. And I didn't know what that void was. And I wasn't aware of it until, like, you know, the end. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why is she so latched on to me? And then it started to make sense. And they got overwhelmed. I'm like, you know, you have some stuff you need to work on. Yeah. I I need to, you know, move remove myself from this situation because it's all weighing me down. Like, this is not fair to me. And, like, you need to work on yourself. And I feel like we shouldn't be looking for people that complete us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like we should. Another reason why I'm single is because I'm really working on myself. I feel like there's some areas I need to develop in. I'm not scared to say that. And so going back to my original point, I don't feel like we should look for people to complete us. I feel we should complete ourselves and then find somebody that adds to our completion. You feel me? Mm. And so oh, this if poetry, you know, if you go and let's just say we break up, I'm going to feel some type of way. But I'm going to still be able to progress, strive and thrive mm-hmm. because I was good before I had you. You know, I can just revert back to my old ways and still move forward. You were just like a benefit to my life, but you weren't my whole life. You yeah, know what I'm saying? True. I can still I can still move forward. That's and right. Every relationship. You feel me? Real. Like you can't you can't be so dependent on somebody to the point where if you feel if they leave, you just you can't move on. Like, you know, you have to be able to be good. You have to be able to be solid by yourself. And then, you know, learn how to work with other people and stuff like that. And True. That's the area that I'm in right now. Man, I feel that. Whew. Another question. That's on put. Mm. And I feel like we've been discussing this a little bit. What are you what are some absolutely like absolute deal breakers? Bruh. Like done, bro. Yeah. <clears throat> let me let me go out and say first of all, cheating is the number one. Like that's no if ands, or buts about that. I'm not the type of person to be, you know, we could work this out. You cheated, but you said it was an accident. I believe you. Here's another chance. It's, it's none of that, bro. It's, you cheated. I'm done. It's, I'm, bro, I'm on that point where if I find out you was cheating, it's no words that even need to be discussed. I'm done. Like, I'm not even going to let you get your say in it. There's nothing that you need to say. Like, you got caught. That was it. I'm not finna be... Crying over you, this is that. I promise you, I'm up and I'm out. It's, that's 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 number one. And hey, cheating is on my list too. Right. I don't have a list right now, but that's number one. that that is for sure number one. Mm-hmm. I feel like how should I explain this? I feel like if you had, it, let's say you went out. Let let's say you went out and some guys looking at you, looking at them back. I'm saying this if this was my girl, and he start talking to you, and you start entertaining that. Oh yeah, yes, we're done. Yeah, I, I don't we're know. Like that, that, that just doesn't sit well with me as a person because it's like, dang, I, I feel okay. <clears throat> let's go. Let's let me revert all this back okay. to discipline. I feel like that's what life is all about. Yeah. And when I say discipline, it doesn't mean punishment. Discipline as discipline yourself, because there's a lot of things that we do as people. That we let slide or anything like that. We need to show ourselves discipline. Like, we don't work out every day because it feels good. 
We work out every day to have ourselves look healthy. Right, you know what I mean? Right. So if you want a healthy relationship, why should you do things like cheating? Mm-hmm. You're not disciplining yourself. Be like, hey, I could stay with this one person. And if I don't like it, like let's say, for example, I don't like this particular workout because right. it really strains the muscle. I'm not going to do it no more. Right. So when you're with this person and you don't like the person, break up with them. So you could go on with your life. But if you have to result to cheating, that just means at this point you're, you're you think you're too comfortable in this relationship right. and you can't live without that person. So you, you result in cheating. That's that that's how I feel. So once a person cheats, I'd be like, So you did not like me in one aspect or whatever, in multiple mm. aspects, but you didn't want to leave. And you didn't have the confidence to leave. So you chose something like cheating. So I'm done yep. with you already. That's an absolute mm-hmm. deal breaker on my list. Mm-hmm. But what are some other deal breakers for you, Big Dog? Yeah. Yeah. Cheating, cheating's one. I feel like my number two, right, like right there behind cheating is lack of self awareness. I can't do that. I promise you, that's one of the things that annoys me the most. It's just, you know. I'm not directing this towards women, but I only date women, so I'm, that's why I'm speaking. Yeah, this. no, I feel like, that. You know, women that lack self awareness, that it really, it really gets me annoyed and stuff. Like they just, they're just not aware of things that they're doing or things that are going on. Like for example, I don't mean to keep bringing up my ex, but you know, with her, one thing that she would do is gaslight. Oh, and. I'm glad I'm the person that I am and I can see through things like that and can think for myself because if I wasn't able to, she would have controlled me the whole relationship. But I'm like, there will be something that, you know, she would do. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm not the type to speak on something as soon as I see it. I want to make sure I have enough evidence to actually bring this to your attention because what's the point of me bringing this up to you and I have nothing to support it? Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, let me see if she does this again. Okay, she did. And she did it again. I'm like, I got... Multiple examples. So if I bring concrete evidence to you and tell you something that you're doing and can show you it, and you want to turn back around and say, no, I didn't do that. I think you're just overreacting. You're mm. overthinking. You're over this, this, and this. I'm like, I'm, I'm really not. I showed you you're doing here. Like, you're, you're actually doing it right now. No, I'm not. You're, you're this. I said, okay. So if this is what's going to happen, we're, we're not going to be able to – work out like you need to be able to be aware of the things that go on that you do of course we're not going to be 100 percent aware there's some things that i do subconsciously that i'm not aware of but for the most part i i pay attention to myself mm-hmm. and like i can know the things that i do i i know i'm somebody that's nonchalant and i give out blank facial expressions that's one of my things that i know about myself and so when i'm in public i'm always okay like let me not look like i'm pissed off right now let me look somewhat approachable, especially like in a work setting. I can't, yeah. I can't have that blank expression on my face. Like I need to, you know, seem like I got a good morale with me. Yeah, but that's one. You know, selfishness, jealousy, lack of respect for me and for others. Like that's that's big too. <sighs> Calling me out my name. That's a Dang. good record. Me. Call like, me out your name? Yeah, like yeah, if you true. if you say something like highly disrespectful, that's, there's no need for that. You know, because I'm not finna do that to you. I'm not finna call you none of those names and stuff. Lack of consideration, all those type of things. Um, bro, one one thing I just added to my list. 
You got a list. (laughs) One thing is keeping me a secret. I feel like that's a big red flag, bro. So keeping a secret that you gave them? No, no. Like keeping me a secret from other people. You know what I'm saying? I I recently had that happen. Like, you know. So, like, what do you mean by that? Like, okay. I messed with a person where we both, you know, verbally say, you know, let's keep this closed doors. So, obviously that. But then there's times when I put my person out to the world, but they don't put me out to the world. So, like, what do you mean, like, social media? Like, they don't tell their friends about you? What, you know, what are your examples of keeping you a secret? Like, I'm more so talking about, like, you know, close friends and family. Like, you over there, like, lying to them. Like, so I had this one girl go and talk about, um, I was a secret from her family for, like, a minute, but my family knew about her. Mm. And she was on some. So, yeah, if we ever get to the point where you meet my parents, you have to tell them that we met like this. You can't tell them that how we, like, really met. I said, so you want me to lie to your parents? No, not lie. Just don't tell them the truth. First of all, <laughs> you feel me? Like that's now you lack brain capacity. At that point. Yeah, I'm like I'm. I'm really gonna know. I'm not gonna lie to your parents. Literally, the first time I meet them, I'm not gonna lie at all to them. That's not a good look on me. But I'm like, why don't you just? You a grown ass woman. Why can't you tell your parents the truth? What, what are they gonna do? Yeah, disown you? You feel me? Like it's not that serious. Facts, but. Oh, different values. Okay, that's yeah, that, that that's actually another another question. So we'll definitely. Oh, I'll save that then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not being equally yoked, and another two, smoking and drinking. I can't do it. Yeah, we talked about that for sure. I can't do it. Mm-mm. And I'm, for the record, I'm not hypocritical. Everybody, not on smoking drink. So I just I tried it. I tried to date women that smoke and drink, and it, it just it just don't sit well with me. You feel me? I don't. I don't partake in it, and so I would just prefer that my girl doesn't either like that. I mean, if it's like, you know, some occasional type stuff, you know, mm-hmm. possibly. But the whole getting drunk, I'm, I'm smooth. I'm really <laughs> smooth off that. I can't. I feel that. I feel that. You know, I, I got one for you. What's up? You know, I, I, I've i noticed in you what you don't like in a woman. Someone that peruses spelling grammar. That was on my list. <laughs> Again, bro, that's that that gets my blood boiling. If you, <laughs> if you, bro, I'm trying to, I'm trying to accurately put these words together without really being pissed off, bro. If you can't spell, just don't even come my way. I'm so, bro, I've been I've been plagued by women that can't spell, and we're not. I'm not even talking about like high level vocabulary. I'm talking about simple words, and I get it. You know, iPhones, Androids be tripping sometimes. We make typos. Bro. Yeah. But we don't make typos every text message. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we don't constantly misspell words. And you can tell, like, my, my thing is this. Some women botch words, and I'm like, I know there's a red line underneath that word. And you chose <laughs> to send me the message anyways <laughs> instead of fixing your mistake. So I'm like, that just shows you have lack of consideration for me. As an individual, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I can't, I really can't do it, bro. I, I'm, I'm a very good speller. And so if you struggle with, you know, these type of things right here, maybe you need a hooked on phonics book. I don't know what you need, but what, I do know what they need. They need to leave me alone. That's what they need. That's what they need. Hey, no, that was really funny, bro. I'll never forget you telling me about this girl at my security shift. Yeah, bro. And she could not spell pursue, bro. She kept telling you peruse. I was like, bro. And she kept saying it, though. And try to correct me. 
talking about that's not how you spell pursue. I'm like, sound out the words you spelled. That don't even make any <laughs> sense, bro. I, oh my goodness. Yeah, bro. That that's that's definitely yeah, a problem. Definitely all your deal breakers are definitely the same. But, you know, I, I try to keep things simple, you know, get out of here with that disrespect. I'm not a person that uh that takes like disrespect, you know, lightly. You know, if you really disrespect me, but sometimes I will talk talk my girl up. Like, man, you really disrespect me, but I'm really joking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I de- like they'll definitely see like the real me when I come. Like, hey, that was mm-hmm. really disrespectful. And I didn't really appreciate that, but it has to be something like really disrespectful, you know? Uh, like definitely, like 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 you said, calling out names, not being considerate, selfish, stuff like that. You know, that's definitely like disrespect. Uh. But yeah, you know, I, I do have a deal uh, deal breaker, but that that goes to our next question. You know, would you date someone outside your beliefs, like as in religion? I don't know. Like, I feel like that probably. I feel like it would depend on what the religious beliefs are, mm. because if their religious beliefs tie into their values that like kind of differentiate from mine, then that's the issue because. You know, with me, with me and my women, I want our values to align. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what's going to attract me to them. Like, we have, you know, the same, you know, kind of values and outlook on life. You know, I'm not saying I can't find someone with the same values as me from a different religion. But, you know, I know how religion can be. And, you know, I don't, I wouldn't want any problems to occur, like, let's just say, my girl has this one religious belief, and I feel this way about it, and now we have a disconnect. Yeah. Like, I don't want that to happen. And that can happen with any area, not even just religion, but I would low-key prefer to, you know, be of the same religion, same faith, but like I said, it would just depend on what their beliefs actually are, you know. Facts. Uh, I think with me, religion does play a part, but... If you're just overtly religious, I can't. I like, and, and and it's not like oh, go to church every Sunday, nothing like that. But like, you read past a lot of things. So like, let's say for example, you know, people say people use a lot of you know of their religion to back that they're racist or back that they're homophobic or back mm. other things. You know what I mean? Like they they kind of use that to an extreme, and it's just like okay, like come on now, because I'm I've actually met a girl. Who's actually black, mm-hmm. and she is such, you know, she's racist. Oh, she's not, 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 yeah, uh, you know, one of them mm-hmm. get outs, and she like backs it up with, like religion. There's no way, and I'm like, what? They're no like, oh, this verse says this, that, this, that. We need to follow that. But you know, one of my friends said like, you know, a lot of things we don't really follow much in the Bible. People, people we get know. mad at people get mad at me for having tattoos. Like, I had a girl that's like, oh, I can't date you because you don't have <clears throat> tattoos, and the Bible says not to have tattoos. Mm-hmm. I said, well, do you get your hair cut? She'd be like, yeah. Like, I've, I've had trims. Well, you're not supposed to cut your hair. That's what the Bible says. I'm sorry. But I can't be with you either if you have that same type of mindset. So it's just stuff like that. I feel like if you're just an open-minded individual who could really talk the word if you really want to, you know, I know that there's some people that, that won't, but I feel like, you know, my friend has told me church requires more than two people talking words. So, me, if me and my like significant other could really just do that, 
that that's beautiful. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be, you know, you know, too much. It doesn't have to. Be, it could be as as little as just ha- talking about the Bible. But you know, in terms of dating outside my beliefs, I could do it. I feel like I can. But if you're just overtly like, yeah, yeah. I can't do this because it's like, okay, come on now, like, <laughs> yeah. that that's just wild. And if it's something like that's open minded, like for example. Loving people, I feel like in every religion you're you're supposed to love, but if you can't love, it's like okay, now you're just being stupid. Yeah. Like for example, racism. It's like, bro, okay, you're taught to love everybody, but then you take this one little thing, and then now you're racist. It's like, uh, okay, like, so stuff like that, being overtly or like <clears throat> doing it, like extremist things would take me out the way. But I feel like I could date someone outside my beliefs for sure. Going going off of like uh speaking on the Bible, a lot of see what I know is a lot of people misinterpret the Bible, take something, try to apply it to something, misinterpret it and run with it. Mm-hmm. Facts. Now, a lot of people do not understand the things that the Bible talks about. Like in the Bible it talks about how um the word of God is beyond human comprehension. So people that go on and talk about how they understand the whole Bible, like you can't. Like literally, there's so many things in the Bible that it's just left up, left up to our like you know own interpretation. But we'll never really get the full answer, yeah. Because you know that's literally what they're talking about, and that's why there'd be so much conflict on the word of the Bible because you know it's it's beyond us, you know yeah. What I'm saying? And so you can't pick and choose. What verses from the Bible that you want to apply to your life and not apply? Like you said, I mean, you know, people always want to talk about, you know, the Bible says same-sex marriage is an abomination. It's like, okay, like you throw it out there. But there's still other sins that you commit. Like, so if you're going to follow the Bible, you might as well follow it in totality. Don't pick and choose which things you want to follow from the Bible and whatnot and, you know, try to condemn other people. That's why it's important to just... Focus on yourself. Like, there's things people do that I don't agree with, but it has nothing to do with me. Yeah. It has nothing to do, has no kind of profound impact on my life. And if it does have anything to do with me, what's the point of focusing on it? Like, I'm going to just do what I can every day to be a better person, work on things that I need to work on, and not engage in this other, you know, other stuff that's going on. And a lot of people don't know how to do that. Everybody want to be in somebody else's business. And that's what creates a dichotomous society. We all for separation, you know. And until we learn how to, you know, focus on ourselves before we start focusing on other people, we're not going to get better. Yeah, you know, that's facts. That's it. That was deep. Pastor Malik, for sure. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> My boy knows a lot, man. Knows a lot for sure. But uh, we're going we gonna to end it off with uh, – with one question, okay, I I, ha- I have it. I have between uh, three right now. Let's see uh, what we should do. Okay, I feel like that communication. The this one right here. I know most. Yeah, I feel like that's a good one right there. Okay, I know most relationships end over issues in communication. How do you figure out how to communicate with somebody if they don't communicate with you? Yeah, going over that first part, most relationships do and over lack of communication. Um, and it's crazy because 
I feel like there's there's a lot of factors that go into the reason why people lack communication. But I feel when you're first starting to meet somebody, you should really put an emphasis on actually getting to know that person on a personal level. Mm. You know, I feel like a lot of people attempt to do that, but get sidetracked by other things that come into play, like, again, like sex and whatnot. And, you know, again, come back with the whole clouding of judgment. You really kind of push aside getting to know that person. And you start focusing on doing other things. X amount of years pass. And then you realize, damn, we've been together for five years. And I don't even know much about this person. Yeah, true. We created all these memories, though. But she does this, or he does this, and I don't, I don't like that. Like, I can't, I can't see past this. Mm. And now you're thinking about breaking up with them. But you don't want to break up because you have all this baggage. You got all these memories that you've created. And then you get stuck. You get complacent. True. And it's like... All that could have been avoided if you would have put the emphasis on getting something from the jump. Like, those weren't things that she just started or he just started displaying at that moment. They've been doing that. But a lot of people get caught up in that honeymoon phase. You know what I'm saying? True. They don't really see the things that are going on. And you got to pay attention. And so to – what was the second part of the question? Um, How do you figure out how to communicate with somebody? If they don't communicate. Oh, if they don't communicate with you? Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't read that part. Yeah. Um. Damn. If they don't communicate with me, we're not going to be together. Yeah, literally. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what it is. That's, that's, there's no relationship at that point. But um, let me alter the question a little bit. Hold on. Uh, no, you got to get the hydro flask mm-hmm. popping. Let's just say if the question was, how do you figure out how, how to communicate with your partner? I feel like... You figure that out by, like I said, getting to know them on a personal level, asking personal questions, you know, taking that time in the beginning stages to ask questions that will get them to reveal personal information about themselves. Mm. Go beyond the, oh, what was your, what's your favorite color? Like, okay, like that's, you feel me? Uh, Middle school. The, the basic stuff. I hate small talk. Like, let's really get down into some questions, you know, Um Ask them something like, you know, what, what what's your biggest inspiration at the moment? What inspires you every day to wake up and go do X, Y, and Z? Like, you know, what is your biggest motivating factor in your life right now and mm. why? Open-ended questions like that to get a conversation going and really engage. Another thing is, too, you can learn how to communicate with somebody by being observant, you know, paying attention to nonverbal cues that people give off. A lot of people struggle to verbally communicate some things. They don't know how to put it into words. But their nonverbal cues can give you hints on what they're trying to say. Pay attention to the body language. When you talk, do they make eye contact? Do they look away? You know, do they have like a nervous tick? What are the things that they give off? Let things you can all pay attention to and, you know, really seek to understand them. You know, be open and transparent. But when it comes to communication, bro, like... <clears throat> I feel communication just goes beyond just straight out talking. Like, you know, you have to be able to communicate in a way that your partner can understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need to focus on efficacious communication, being able to effectively communicate to your partner. Understand that, for the most part, men and women communicate in different ways. Yeah, There are things that men can say to each other that we can get, and a woman can be like, I don't really understand that. Women can say something to each other. Men can be like, I don't really understand that. And being able to learn your partner 
and speak in a sense that if I say this, my girl is going to understand it in the way that I'm trying to convey it. Mm. When you can communicate on that level, that's how you know you've reached, you know, effective communication within a relationship and mm. vice versa. She got me to be able to communicate in a way that I can understand personally without us really getting offended. And to communicate without offending your partner, you got to understand what words to say to them. Yeah. Really get to know them and stuff. And that takes a minute, though. And do. Uh, to be honest, the honeymoon phase, like, really be killing it, oh, too. Because yeah. oh, yeah. I, I could give an experience of mine. Um, You knew I had a girlfriend first, like, thir- three years of college. Yep. So me and her was on a honeymoon phase until, like, our first year of college was done. So roughly a first year of college, what? We, we've messed around since, like, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, and then our first argument was in May. So that was 10 months yeah. of honeymoon phase because it was our first year of college. We were just, like, young and dumb, so we were just doing a lot of stuff. We both weren't even 18 when we met. We were both 17, and then 10 months go by, and then the, she got to go back home because she lived in San Diego, and I had, you know, I stayed in Long Beach because I lived yeah. in the dorms for that summer, and we did not know how to communicate at all. Like, we had the dumbest argument in the world. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a put my business out there because it was so dumb and it was so easy to get around. So, so there's three housing. Um, sorry to put your business out there, my ex, but I have to because mm. this is the sake of the argument or the, ta- the discussion. So, there's three places and you know, you know it, but I'm explaining yeah. this to the world. There's Parkside, Hillside, and Beachside. Those are the three uh, residential colleges in, at CSULB. Parkside and Hillside are on campus, but they're a little bit uh, apart from each other. Maybe like not even a not even like a three to five minute walk from each other. But Beachside's off campus, and I'm I'm, I'm gonna blame myself for this because this is my fault. Thanks. But <laughs> definitely my fault in this situation. But she hated Hillside. She lived there her first year. I lived at Parkside. I had a cool time. But she found out that next year she was gonna be living in Hillside again. She wanted to live in at, at Parkside or Beachside. She got Hillside again. So she went out of her way to call housing and switch her. But me being an attention freak mm-hmm. and being very attached did not want her off campus because that means we wasn't going to see each other as often yep. as we were. Um, so I got mad. Came at her foul. Foul, bro. Like hot. So mad to the point where she was like, I got to prove this to you. So every day she would... Take that little shuttle to my, you know, college, and we would hang out every day. Damn. And I think that was like, what's it called? That really handicapped our relationship because it was just like we could not communicate effectively after that because it got to arguments when we would have an argument, and she would bring that up, mm-hmm. like, "Well, I do this for you. I come to I come to B side. I come from B side to, <sighs> to Park side for you every day. So you can't say blase blase blah." <clears throat> And I'm like, she low key right, you know. She yeah, she did yeah. do that, so I have to like shut, uh, sh- you know, shadow a lot of things that I was feeling, and then a lot of emotions bottled up, and then it came to our downfall years later. And I just feel like if we could have effectively communicated or just really learned each other for those yeah. ten months, we could have done a lot. Right. Like I'm not saying we could have, you know, been <clears throat> together now or whatever, but I feel like the breakup could have been a lot like. You know, less. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it was. It was still, you know, a bad breakup. 
And a lot of things, you know, that built up to that point. We had a lot of arguments after that that we could have definitely shunned quickly if we had better communication. So it was just like that. And it kind of got to a point at towards the end of the relationship that me and her both wouldn't even speak to each other. We'd be in the same room for like mm-hmm. an hour, mm-hmm. not even say a word type thing. And that's why I really appreciate about the relationship I have now because we're so honest yeah. and open to each other that sometimes it's like, you know, she did say something that kind of, you know, hurt. But it's like, dang, you being honest, at least, like, you at least communicated that with me, you know. I can't get mad at that. So I tell her, like, yeah, what you said, like, hurt. But, like, I felt where you was coming from when you said it. Like, you know. So I appreciate that. You know, it definitely, I learned from the last relationship. And then I'm working on it now. And it's, I'm definitely, this is, like, the happiest I've been with a girl, for sure. Amen. So for sure yes. with that. I definitely had to throw that out there because... Communicate with your person. Get mm-hmm. to know them, mm-hmm. for sure. That that's yeah. that's real. That's, that goes back to that self awareness, bro. I mean, I'm not gonna speak too long about this, but I know with me and all my friends know that, like, I know a lot of women. Yeah, you know? I know a lot of women, and that kind of that kind of gets women uneasy and stuff like that. They think I'm a player. They think I'm this. They think I'm that. I'm like, I just have a lot of you know women friends. That's all it is. And True. I understand that about myself. And so I know that when I'm, you know, getting into something serious with somebody, I got to be aware of that. I'm like, I can't really entertain these conversations that I did before with these, you know, you know, like a lot of my women friends. And they understand that. It's not to say that me and my women friends can't hang out, but I'm not going to put myself in a situation with you that's going to be suspicious to, like, my girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to hang out with my homegirl and not tell you about it. And then you just see, like, me and her on a like going out to eat somewhere, yeah. and you just didn't know. Like that's gonna raise some red flags. Why didn't you tell me? And like you know, she has every right to know. I'm very open and transparent. I'm gonna tell you something right when I know it, so you have no reason to think True. something is going on. Like there's no point of me, you know. And that's how you know you're comfortable too. If I can bring something to your attention and know that you're not gonna pop off on me, I'm comfortable. You know, if I feel like I need to hold off, wait till a better time to tell you. There's something going on in our relationship. We don't have that Facts. proper and open communication. But And that all starts from the beginning. From the beginning, bro. From the beginning, like, for real, like, my girl now, she opened up and was like, hey, I do have a guy friend, mm-hmm. and I have to know now, do you have a problem with that? Like, and gave me the whole rundown of, like, their friendship and whatever. And I was like, hey. I appreciate the, like, the communication. I'm not, like, big on the, oh, who that type thing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not the rah-rah dude, you feel me? And I'm not insecure about myself. So, I trust you, and I trust if you do something, or even not even with that friend in general. I'm just saying, if you do something, I trust that you're going to even be honest about that and be like, hey... I was talking to a guy last yeah. night or something like that. You know, I'm I'm th- I'm talking I'm thinking the extremes right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying like it just in general that if something happens, she goes out and let's say for example, a guy like shot her shot at her and was like, "Forget your nigga," and she was like, "Nah, forget you." Like she mm-hmm. would she would literally come back and be like, "Yeah, that happened." I'm like, "Where you at?" Nah, I'm joking, yeah, but I need yeah, I need them hands. But nah, it just I definitely a trusting, honest communication is definitely deep. You feel me? And you need it. Bro, somebody that's not finna be entertaining people on the low. Like, I'm not gonna be tripping if my girl got people in her DMs and stuff like that. 
But if you entertaining those DMs, that's the issue right there. Mm. Because I'm going to have women that's going to slide up or do and say some maybe out-of-pocket stuff. And the first thing I'm doing is I'm screenshotting. I'm like, look, we're going to laugh about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just going to be something like that. It's not going to be on some, you know, I'm putting that in vantage mode. Or we having a whole conversation and whatnot. And like, that's, it's not, it's no need for that sneaking True. around type stuff. If it's If it gets to that point, we need to cut off whatever we got going on. Yeah, facts. I'm very open and blunt. It's it is what it is. I hate that entertaining stuff. You know, I know my my girl. She she's just a talker. Talker. She swears she introverted, but she be talking. But I know, <laughs> like when she flirting and she not. So I be like, I know when she talking to guys or like other stuff. Or like people who try to interact with her, she not there to be like, yeah. oh, I'm entertaining this because as soon as he a guy be like shoot a shot, she be like, I got a boyfriend. Yeah. Even we what, when we wasn't dating, dating like she would be like, "I got a boyfriend." Like when y'all was just like seriously talking. Yeah, that's that's keep her. Keep <laughs> her. Yeah, yeah, nah, I mess with her, bro. But yeah, man, we we neared you know the end of the podcast. My boy Malik, yes, you gotta give me my handshake, man. Oh that's man, you got leave, bro. Yeah, nah, it's the outro, but always a handshake at the end, man. I love handshakes. But I appreciate you for coming out, man. This is definitely not going to be the last bread oh, episode you're going to be not on. No, no, no. If you y'all want if y'all want a part two of the relationship, hit me or nowhere. Yeah, I'll put your Instagram on on my details for sure. Follow me. But this is your your seconds of grace. What 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 do you got to say to the audience? Man, you know what? Hopefully, y'all learn something from the knowledge and wisdom that we try to display. If y'all in a relationship, make sure y'all communication is on point. If you in a relationship and your communication is not on point, see if you can work through it. If it's toxic, this is your message right now. This is your sign from God. Get out. (laughs) Get out of that relationship. This is your sign. Hey, that was a good ending. I appreciate you, my brother. You know, Bread Episode 15 already done right here. You're going to listen to it soon. I don't know when you're going to listen to it, but when you listen to it, you know, give your thoughts and stuff. Send DMs on Instagram. And if you want to hear any other topics that me and Malika talk about, definitely hit the DM on Instagram at Bread Season. B-R-E-D-S-Z-N. You know, I, that's that's all I got to say. We out. Yeah, we out. Get out. Peace.
Bitch got a backwood on her nightstand. She must be fucking with Gunner. Yeah, yeah. I fuck with slats and we corner eat rats and I came with some fucking piranhas. Yeah. All the biscotti I got in my way. Need somebody grow me a tree. Came out the hood in my truck. Got a hood knife. Crack out the car with no keys. Beat it. She for the street, need me. Only one she got hit at the street, need me. I feel a little rich this week. To influence my family to not be cheap. I told her FN on me. Connie, she needs just a Glocky key. Do rolling since he locked in seats. Me rolling that coupe with a bucket seat. Got it up, my like a football clique. I use a drop out of that photo geek. Call it up, plug it in, know what I need. Stay on the knees so we hardly speak. Yeah, I'm in New York, counting money. Yeah, ain't the same man, but I'm stunning. Yeah, one of these boss wanna let me.